Yo, today's QOD is a part of all you earn is yours to keep. Here we go. Welcome back to the Quote of the Day show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. Thanks so much for tuning into our Finance Friday episode where we talk about all things money mindset. We've got the late, the great Bob Proctor on the show. And he's going to give you some very sound and wise advice that my Uncle Robert, my late Uncle Robert, gave me years ago, ever since I was a little kid, which is to pay yourself first. That old Babylonian principle of putting away that first 10%, put it away in the savings, invest it, make it grow and have a cushion, right? Because when you've got that cushion, you can walk through life more comfortably. And of course, you're going to sleep better as well. He's also going to talk about how you have to decide how much money you want. And when you make that decision and you commit to that decision, you believe that you can do it, then that's the amount of money that you will have. Bob Proctor, he's coming up. Now, let's stop and look at what the average person does. They go out and they work Monday morning, Monday afternoon, Tuesday morning, Tuesday afternoon, Wednesday morning, Wednesday afternoon, Thursday morning, Thursday afternoon, Friday morning, Friday afternoon, and they earn, let's say, $35,000 a year, and they give it all to someone else. Every cent of it. They give it to the mortgage company, they give it to the grocery store company, they give it to the leasing company, they give it to the gas station company, they give it to the dry cleaning company. They give it all away. It was their money. They worked for it, they earned it, and they didn't even keep any of it. Do you know the ancient Babylonians go way, way back? They knew exactly how to become financially independent. They were a very, very, very wealthy race of people. They said that a part of all you earn is yours to keep. And what you should do is take the first part you earn. That's yours. Now, you're going to find people say, but I couldn't afford to do that. Oh, the truth is, you can't afford not to do that. Because you see, the latter years of your life, what should actually be the worst, may very well turn, or the best, should, may very well turn out to be the worst. Andy, a million and a half. And all you've ever done is set aside $20 a week. Is that correct? Have you any idea, Andy, what you would be worth in a relatively short period of time if you did that? If you just said, I'm going to take what I earn between 8 a.m. and noon on Monday, and I am going to pay me that. Anyone that is prepared to make that kind of a commitment, I can assure you can become financially independent in a relatively short period of time. Now, for many years, I traveled with John all over the place, all over the country. We would work up 200 cities in a year. And we were working with all kinds of financial institutions. And you know what really puzzled me? These people were working around money all the time, but they didn't understand it. 
Most of them didn't even have very much of it. It's like Bernard Brook one time said. He said it puzzled him. People on Wall Street worked around money all their life, and yet they didn't understand it. They thought they were excited because they were earning money. The truth is they were earning the money because they got excited. There's a story of Pat and John in the Born Rich book. Pat and John are friends of mine. Here about six years ago, five years ago, six years ago, I guess, just around this time of year, it was around the beginning of November, we got together and we sat down in the Prince Hotel. It was obvious to me that they were not a very happy couple, and they weren't. And it was obvious why. They had never sat down and taken one of these goal cards and written on it what they wanted. They were locked in that particular morning to a very negative clarity. I was locked into a very positive one. I was not about to move. And I said to them, John, what's something you really want? He thought I was being ridiculous. And he says, Pat and I'd like to have our own house. I said, then go and get it. Well, he said, we can't. Well, I said, why not? Well, he said, we haven't got any money. I said, John, you don't need any money. Now, some of you would think that's sort of a ridiculous statement. They certainly did. They said, what do you mean we don't need any money? I said, well, you haven't made a decision to buy the house. What do you need the money for? And you know, that's why most people never make a decision to live the way they want to live because they haven't got the money. Then the truth is they don't need the money until they make the decision to do whatever they're going to do. I said, you want to be in the house before Christmas? I took the calendar and right across the 18th of, De of December, I said, moving. Now I said, you just think of how to get that house, not why you can't. I said, I'd be a poor guy to talk to from this point on because I don't have a real spectacular record in the area of real estate. But I said, I know a lady that does. She worked at Harvey Callis Real Estate just up around the corner from the Prince Hotel in Toronto. Her name is Natalie Kaufman, Natalie Wasserman now. I was just at Natalie's wedding last week. I said, Natalie, I got a couple of live ones over here for you. <laughs> they want to buy a house and they haven't got any money. <laughs> and I remember her saying, oh, great. <laughs> but at any rate, she came around and I said, Natalie, John and Pat have an image in here of the kind of house they want. I want you to listen carefully to them until you get the image in your mind of the kind of house they want. Go out and find it and come back and tell them how much they need to put down on that house. And I said, it'll probably turn out to be an awful lot less than what they thought. They thought it cost lots of money. They didn't know how much lots it was. The very day that I had marked on their calendar, the 18th of December, they moved in to number seven Bards Walkway in Willowdale, Ontario. <laughs> they lived in that house for a couple of years and they sold it for a handsome profit. And the lady that bought the house is here today. Stand up for a minute, Vera. Vera Clozel bought that house. Is that correct, Vera? Yes. Thank you, Vera. Vera lived in it for some time, and she sold it for a respectable profit. I'm only going back five, six years. The lady that bought it lived in it for a while. And on the 15th of September... My own son and his wife bought it. That's right. Is that right, Leslie? Brian, stand up here. Am I right or wrong? Now, how old are you, Leslie? 23. 23. Brian? 
26. 26. I keep forgetting. All right. <laughs> Reminds me how old I am. Here he is, 26 years old. Where did I say I was when I was 26? I didn't even know the war was over. <laughs> I didn't. But I never had very good information running around my head. You see, that's not the first house they bought. That's the second house they bought. They've got the first one rented. And now they're living in the second one. And yet they're only 26 and 23. You tell me you can't make it? Here's a kid here from Burlington, Canada. The Barry Banner Advance. Little town just north of Toronto. City, not a little town at all. Overcome procrastination, earn a million. Earning a million before the age of 30 is passe. Tim Krochuk told Barry North Collegiate students how to earn it before they're 20. All you need is a winning attitude and the ability to overcome procrastination and intimidation. A 19-year-old student from Burlington, Ontario, it's a combination which has earned him a net worth of $1.5 million. An audible gasp escaped from the audience of more than 75 students at North when Krochuk revealed what he was worth. He said, there's no trick to having a winning attitude. It's all in the way you think. He said, this stuff, although it sounds really hokey, it works. This kid had his first business when he was 12 years old in grade seven. He's had eight cents, four of which is still in operation. You think you can? That kid started when he was 12. Brian and Leslie just bought their second house, 26 and 23. I was trying to figure out where to get the rent. And I'm gonna tell you on more than one occasion, I never got it, so they put a lock on the door. I'm not going to ask you how many of you that's happened to, but it's happened to me, and it happened more than once. Didn't even know how to do that. I met someone that really understands money, and I married her. <laughs> and when we came back to Toronto, I said, you know what we're going to do? We're going to originate an idea, and we're going to start a company so that the people that go through the seminars will be able to have a choice of going and getting competent financial advice. And you know that thousands of people have gone through that company. Now, Linda operated that company. The first couple that went through there were getting married in nine months. I'm going back about eight years. One said they couldn't save money and the other one said they couldn't save their soul. <laughs> Nino, you know this couple. With a proper plan, they had enough money to put a down payment on a house and buy all the appliances for that house nine months later when they got married. Here just recently, they sold that house, earned a handsome profit. In fact, they earned more money profit on that house than they have earned themselves working since they started to work, and they moved into a much more beautiful house. Now, if you're not making a headway you want, for goodness sake, go get some advice. Now, you go back on page 19. And as you take a look in this book, again, if you're sitting in your family room, or you're sitting out in the back porch, 
on page 19, write in a date that you're going to have an appointment with a competent financial planner. And go and sit down and let them help you answer the second question. The figure below is the amount of money I need to provide the things I want to live the way I choose to live. That was Bob Proctor wrapping up the week on a Finance Friday. His website is ProctorGallagherInstitute.com. You can check out today's entire talk on the YouTube. It is called Bob Proctor. You were born rich, complete 10-hour seminar. All right, my friend, that is it for me. Hey, please leave a rating and or review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you're listening to the show. And I will see you on Monday with Mr. Les Brown. See you then. Have a great weekend. Peace. 